Hi, I'm Darren Peppard. Welcome to the Leaning into Leadership podcast, the podcast dedicated to today's hardworking leader. Join me every Sunday for leadership insight, inspiration, and a little pep talk to keep you rolling down your road to awesome. Hey friends, welcome into episode number 89 of the Leaning Into Leadership podcast brought to you by Peer Driven PD. My guest on the show today is Stacy Ross Cohen. Now, if you don't know Stacy, let me tell you this. Stacy is an award-winning branding professional. She earned her stripes on Madison Avenue working at major television networks before she launched her own agency, Co-Communications. Stacy is a PR marketing and design expert. She's a TEDx speaker and a contributor at places like Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, Forbes, Cranes, and a suite of other national media. Stacy released a book recently called Brand Up, The Ultimate Playbook for College and Career Success. And that's what we're going to talk about today, but not just the book. What we're going to talk about is our own individual personal brand. Remember when there was a time that we talked about a digital footprint? Well, folks, digital footprint has evolved into our own personal brand. This is an important conversation for every one of us as leaders, but it's also an important conversation for us to be having with our students. That's the purpose and the drive behind Stacy's book, Brand Up, and the work that she does in that space, why she's so passionate about it, having two of her own who developed their own brand and made their way into and through school. You're going to love this conversation, folks. Make sure you buckle up because this one is a lot of fun. You're going to catch the entire thing right on the other side of these messages, including a message from our sponsor, Peer Driven PD. Hey, leaders. You know, teachers and administrators don't always see eye to eye. So it might surprise you that over 86% of teachers and administrators agree that we need more full-time classroom teachers leading our professional development. That's where my friends at Peer Driven PD come in. Peer Driven PD finds some of the best teachers in the country and documents their instructional strategies that work in real classrooms every day. And then they make the content available to schools everywhere. It's kind of like a masterclass, but for teachers. Imagine that your teachers are learning from other amazing teachers who, just like them, are gifted and passionate about driving student achievement. And if you've got your own superstar teachers who deserve some exposure, Peer Driven PD will visit your campus and film your own teachers doing what they do best and share it on the platform for their colleagues and everyone else to see. What a huge morale boost that can be for a district. And just so you know, Mike Alpert, who's the company's founder, has been a guest on this very podcast. Check out episode 49. Mike's a former teacher and administrator who has worked with schools from coast to coast. He really understands the need for engaging PD that teachers will appreciate. Look, I've seen this work firsthand. It's unique, it's interesting, and it's just what you need if your teachers want more out of their professional development. Visit PeerDrivenPD.com to request a quote. Tell them the Leaning Into Leadership podcast sent you, and they'll give you a free trial access so you can check out all of their content and decide for yourself. As well, they'll give you an additional 10% off your first year subscription simply for mentioning the Leading into Leadership podcast. Go to PeerDrivenPD.com today. Again, that's PeerDrivenPD.com. 
Hey, Education Heroes, this is Kyle Hill, founder of the Recharged Family and host of the Exhausted Educators Recharged Podcast. I want to tell you about something amazing that's happening this summer called the Recharged Family Back to School Virtual Bash. Our Recharged Family team is working to put together over 50 workshops provided by educational leaders from across multiple continents. The idea here is that we're all working together to help you and educators everywhere get ready for the new school year. And an amazing feature of all this is it's all going to be video recorded workshops. You can watch them all year long. Registration opens up on July 1st. And as long as you register before August 1st, you'll get everything for 10 bucks. You can register at rechargefamily.com. That's rechargefamily.com. Every one of us have a lot of inherent fears. You know, we worry about things with our kids. The first time they get in the car and they drive away, man, I could still see that day like like it was yesterday. Um, you know, we worry about their future. We worry about, you know, are they going to get into the school they want? Or are they going to land the job they want? But then as individuals, we also have fears that aren't connected to our kids. Um, many of you know that a couple of years ago, I, I transitioned careers from, from 26 years in public education to being an entrepreneur, just poof, overnight. And it's exciting. And I will tell you, the people closest to me know that I say all the time, Number one, I'm impatient. And number two, this scares the hell out of me. And my guest on the show today is going to help alleviate some of those fears. Uh, Stacy Cohen is the author of the new book, Brand Up, the ultimate playbook for college and career success in the digital world. And Stacy, uh, number one, welcome to the show. Number two, this book is so much more than just a playbook for kids. Thank you, Darren. And, and I have to tell you that I have I've heard that from many adults, that there are so many gems that they have taken from the book to apply to their own lives. And um, love your story about reinvention, which is which is so in line with um, with this book. Yeah, it absolutely is. And you know, I, I of course I identify as a recovering high school principal. So as I'm reading this. <laughs> Um, I, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing two different pieces here, of course, you know, uh, as, you know, as, as a parent, as, you know, as an entrepreneur, both of those spaces, um, and I will be giving this copy or getting another copy for my daughter, even though she actually has a business degree with a concentration in entrepreneurship, I'm still going to give this to her. You know, she's really good at this stuff, but there's so many great pieces in here. But then the other part of my brain, that that principal and superintendent that will never turn off, no matter how far removed I come from, from that career, sees every single kid needs this book in their hand. Our guidance counselors need this book in their hand. Our high school principals need this book in their hand. And I want to talk today really more from, from the adult perspective. Um, I know uh, you and I were talking right before we hit record. Um, I listened to you on, on, on my, my good friend Josh Stamper's podcast, Aspire to Lead, um, on our mutual friend, uh, Lainey Rowell's podcast, Evolving with Gratitude. So many great pieces, folks. Go listen to both of those interviews because Stacy tells a little bit different story in each, and we're going to go a whole different direction today as well. So l just real quick, Stacey, um, give us the, the elevator version of why you wrote this book. Absolutely. My daughter, who's now in her 20s, was a junior in high school going through the college admission process. Very, very competitive school district. The school district, and you'll appreciate this, where many of the kids had 4.2 GPAs and very high anxiety time. And I had an epiphany. I was like, it's critical and it's not a luxury, it's a requirement 
kids need to market themselves to stand out, to get on the top of an admission officer's pile. And that's the backstory. I love that. It's it was interesting. You know, I, I've heard you say it a couple of times that, you know, the average admission officer spends maybe ten minutes on on each application, yes. and so wow. every moment is gold uh, every, for our kids every, to have that opportunity. Right? Yes, every moment is gold. And then just another little piece of it is, as a fast forward, as a Huffington Post contributor. I wrote an article on getting that personal branding muscle, uh, you know, built early. And I was curious, I was like, are there any high schools that are teaching about digital leadership and found one in Florida? And not only was it taught there, but they made it mandatory for every ninth grader. Wrote about the article, the instructor, Jason Schaefer, who's also a contributor of the book, got in contact with me. And then on one trip to Florida, I, um, I sat in his class and I was blown away. Wrote a second article and that article went viral. And that's when I knew that I had something and then the book journey began. Yeah, that, it, it's really interesting because, you know, so many schools across the country and, and honestly, legislative bodies are starting to pass and have for years that, you know, we need to teach digital citizenship and we need to teach, you know, uh, some of those types of pieces, you know, the, the college and career readiness. Uh, thankfully, at least we've gotten to the college and career readiness. It used to be college or career readiness, which to me is ridiculous. Everything is leading towards a career, whether it's college or, or straight to vocation. But I won't chase that. That that's a string that whoo I can run on that one. Um, but what what happens? I think so often is we focus on. This is one of the two big pieces that I want to get to in this interview. We focus on what has always been called the digital footprint, and and almost like as a precautionary tale of ooh what you put out there will never go away. Yes. Your perception on this and your take is completely different with it being personal branding. I love it. I think it's like 10 steps beyond digital footprint. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and first of all, I have to say, and there may even be some in your audience, there's a lot of misconceptions about personal branding and a lot of people don't like the word personal brand because it sounds a little narcissistic. But we, we need to, I don't know what other word to use. Personal branding is not about me, me, me. It is what is your value to others? And what is what it really comes down to is like, what is your superpower? So it requires teens to become self-aware and figure out what is their why choose me factor. You know, what is their it factor that will make them stand out from their peers? That's it's such a big piece there. And I guess I don't look at the personal brand thing as narcissism. I mean, I really don't. I mean, I, I certainly there are some people out there who have taken it to the narcissistic level. There's no question about that. But at this point in time, every one of us has that digital signature and it is our personal brand, whether whether we like it or not. And I mean, that was another thing I was taking away from from this book was, you know, Yes, right now, obviously, as an entrepreneur, I'm very intentional about my brand. Uh, you know, my brand, Road to Awesome, it's, you know, it is focused on some very, very specific things that I work hard to curate that. But prior to that, I was building a personal brand. I just didn't realize it. 
you know, and more and more people now are intentional with that personal brand. And, yeah. and again, I don't think yeah. that's narcissism. I think it's where social media has taken us. Yes, yes. And, and it's it's like, it's not a luxury. It's a requirement these days. And I, I love what you said, because I get out there speaking about personal branding a lot. One of the first questions I ask, who in the room thinks that they have a personal brand? And I have to tell you, there's maybe like 25% raise their hand. And I always say, no, everyone in this room has a personal brand. It's either negative, positive, or neutral. And so we all need to understand that and really figure out how, how can we build it in a very, and I love the word that you used, a very intentional and authentic way. Because personal branding is not being about who you are not. People can smell that a million miles away. It's about being who you are, but but understanding again, what is your gift that you have to give to the world? That's super important. Um, and I think what it does, at least, you know, staying with staying with our high school age kids or even our middle school age kids, to be perfectly honest with you, I think this probably should be in their hands too. Um, is is it gives us that opportunity to begin thinking about who am I becoming? And I mean, even at my age, I am still becoming someone. You know, I continue to evolve. We all continue to evolve. But our kids, especially, you know, our middle and high school kids, you know, the decisions that they're making and the, the things that they find interesting and, you know, even just... You talked about this on, on on Josh's podcast about the LinkedIn chapter, which, by the way, I love the LinkedIn chapter. And I'm, I'm going to ask you in a couple of minutes to kind of coach me a little bit on LinkedIn. Um, but uh, the things we like, the people that we're connected with, you know, it's yes. it's yes. like it's like the people we're in the room with, but but digitally. That's yeah. who you're in the room with. Yes, yes. Right. You you are you are so spot on, and I have to tell you, you know, again, I have two. 20 something year old girls and I used to tell them when they were younger and this is why I also have a chapter on networking I used to say to them look you're both two very bright girls but understand in this life it's not just what you know it's who you know so I I really I I think the the chapter on networking is really strong but also to your point I have content on, you know, it's usually like exploratory kind of interviews are done in, you know, like for college kids, but I tell no, high school kids, they should be doing exploratory interviews. So again, that they can speak to others and gain some insights about potential careers and, and also speak to alumni also of the colleges that they're interested in. Yeah. So, uh, as I, as I listen to you talk about that, I, I'm i compelled to think about, uh, again, back to my high school principal time, and uh, what we had done was actually created uh, three really robust career academies. I mean, our kids were job shadowing, you know, as, as juniors and seniors. I mean, they're out there in the field that they find interest in. For some kids, that was, okay, I don't want to go into healthcare. Now that I've been here, I don't want to do it, which was fine. That saved their parents a lot of money and a lot of time in college before they realized, who? whoops, that's not what I want to do. But I think there's uh, there's a little bit more to to what you just said. Some schools, yes, they're they're not allowing that that exploratory interview type of process to happen. But some schools are doing that really well. How does yeah. a school that's doing it well 
take it even deeper? And, you know, I and, and I am not an educator. I'm, I'm a marketer, but I think it's it's like they have to go deeper into some of these um, some of these topics. Like, for example, when I was in college, I took an interviewing class. I think that an interviewing class should be taught, like just specifically an interviewing class, uh, right? Right? And and it's yes, it's, 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 <laughs> that's huge. Well, it's a critical school for life. And there's there's enough, you know, again, and, and what you're doing, it's you're practicing. You're practicing essential life skills early. And so this isn't just for interviewing. If you have an interview with a college admissions officer, this is for your interviewing for an internship or, you know, your dream job. And so, again, I think that, and there are many progressive schools. Like, for example, Jason Schaefer, who's the who's a contributing author, and he was teaching this class on personal branding in Florida. Now he's teaching an entrepreneurship class to middle school kids. So, yeah. so again, I think it's it's like education is is definitely moving forward. And of course, my hope is to have this curriculum in every school across the country and i'll take it a step further i would love to see this translated into 20 languages and my aim though however is that i i don't want this book just to be considered that it's for kids that want to go to the ivy league schools i want to level the playing field i want this this is a great book for kids that want to go into the trades like carpentry or hairdressing or as you know, there's a real surge of entrepreneurship during COVID. A lot of kids started businesses. So it's also for kids that might want to take a gap year or two and, and continue on with, with their business and see how they can scale it. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think I love that you talked about the interview piece. Um, I, you know, I feel real strongly about it. And, and everybody that I work with, um, you know, obviously as a leadership coach, um, I remind them, we only get better with repetition. The more we do it, the better we get. And um, the same thing is true with interviews. You know, I mean, you think about it. You know, I, I haven't interviewed for a job in a long time. Um, but I know the last time that I interviewed for a job, I thought, man, I haven't interviewed for a job in like five years. It, we don't get a lot of practice. So having kids practice that I think is big. We will return to the Leaning Into Leadership podcast in just a moment. But first, let me ask you a question. Have you ever said to yourself, man, I should write a book? Well, if you have, then let me ask you another question. What's holding you back? What keeps you from taking the step that moves you from, I have an idea about a book, to I am a published author? From experience, I would bet it's probably you're wondering who would even want to read a book that I wrote. Maybe you're questioning the idea. Is it unique enough? Is it valid enough? Is it good enough? to be a book worthy of having published. Hey, as a best-selling author myself, I can tell you most writers have had the exact same feelings at some point in time during their writing journey. Here at Road to Awesome, we believe in cultivating leaders by elevating voices and promoting positivity. And a part of that work is publishing books for educators by educators. Go to roadtoawesome.net and hit the Contact Us button. 
to set up a free, no-obligation conversation about your book idea. Hey, educators, we've all had incredible experiences. We all have amazing stories, and every one of them deserves to be told. Go to roadtoawesome.net, hit the Contact Us button. Let's have that conversation about your book idea. And now, back to the Leaning into Leadership podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. The other thing too that I'll add, and then I want to I want to shift gears. Um, I really think that you know the marketing side, um, unless you are on a business track in high school, um, the odds of you taking a marketing class are extremely low. And I want to go right at what you said. Uh, you talked about kids going into the trades. I used to tell our kids uh, that worked in our fab shop, uh, the welding shop, um, you know, uh, building trades, all that kind of stuff. Look, guys, you can go out and make really good money right out of the gate, right out of high school. But imagine picking up some business classes, being able to understand how to make that your own business because you're going to put another zero at the end of your paycheck every single month by having the name, your name on your truck. I love as a, that. as a marketer. Yeah. I talk talk to me about that as a marketer. You know, what yes. well, well, what yeah, do we teach kids? What do we teach them about marketing? Right. And, and or so what should we? Not what right. do we? <laughs> what should right. we? And and that's a great point because again, it's like like my I have, as you know, a marketing agency. And it's really not that different whether you're marketing a product or a service versus an individual and so what kids need to learn in school is there's basically three steps and I'm not going to get that deep into them but the first is is discovery so again this is where you're becoming more self-aware and you are figuring out your superpower but you're also considering your target audience like what what is going to resonate with them because these days you've got to be a master of first impressions, but you're also asking friends and family what their perception is of you. So when you put all this together, you can crystallize, and I'm going to use a marketing term, but competitive advantage. Number two is development. This is where you develop all your marketing assets. So for some kids, and I highly recommend it, by the URL, by your URL name, um, you know, especially if, if you're an artist or in sports, load up your website. This becomes part of the application process, but it's also your online portfolio. Every single touch point during the, the, the packaging, the development stage, you have to think about. And then the third and the last is delivery. How are you going to deliver it? It doesn't matter what age you are. Everyone is their own news channel. So it's like picking the right social channels that will resonate with your audience. And then, of course, and we could have a whole other conversation about this, but the importance now of, of connecting with um, admissions officers, alumni, department heads of the schools that you want to go to, connecting with them on LinkedIn, liking their content, and building that relationship. 
Well, and again, I mean, it's uh, people who are regular listeners to the show, this won't surprise them to hear me say this, but I mean, we're in a relationship business. I, I don't care what business you're in. You're in a relationship business. You know, you may have a product. You may, you know, like in, you know, the case of educators, I say it all the time, you know, our job is to make little people a little bit better little people, but we're still in a relationship business. And yeah. so you, you've actually, you've dovetailed me right into the second thing I wanted to talk about. And, and maybe this is a little selfish. Maybe it's not, you know, but I know that I have a lot of people that listen who also, maybe they have their own side hustle. I mean, anymore, everybody has a side hustle. Um, or they're actually wanting to, to be or have started into their entrepreneur path like myself. So um, you just, you just talked about you know, choosing the right social channels. I, I want to come to that, but first, let let me ask you this. So, you know my brand. You know Rodossum. You and I have had had already multiple conversations. And um, let me let me ask let me ask the question this way. So, as I continue to build my brand, what are one or two really critical things? And I I, I know this is in the book. By the way, folks, this is the book. Buy the book, please. This book is so good. But what are one or two things I need to be mindful of? And then we're going to go to, how do I make sure I'm on the right social channels? That's these, these are great questions. And, and I'm so glad to hear that. A well, lot that's of, what I do. I, know. <laughs> I yes. ask good questions. I you ask really good questions. <laughs> and, and by the way, that's one of your superpowers. So um, kudos to you. And I'm so glad that so many of your audience um, are entrepreneurs. Uh, you know, as you know, I started my first business when I was 14. And again, there is a surge of, of entrepreneurs and we're in a gig economy. But to get to your questions, a couple of tips for you. And there's a lot of things you're doing right, by the way. Like I like having your own well, website, having your own website is key. And for those in the audience that don't have a website, I highly recommend it. It builds credibility, it builds trust, and that's one of the most important components of branding. It's like, why should someone choose you? It's because they like, love, engage, and trust you. So by having certain marketing assets, that automatically builds trust. So let, let, let's let's just dig a little deeper on that. So the website piece, um, you know, one of the things that I've learned over over the last couple of years, certainly, you know, uh, SEO, search engine optimization. For those who don't know what SEO is, that's a key component in in getting that website. You've already mentioned the URL. Obviously, I have rodawson.net. I also have darrenmpepper.com. Yes, I have my own my own uh, URL. And your kids what? should. Have- your kids should have one yeah. too, by the way. I, I tell yeah. parents yeah. that I mean their kids, you know, make sure that the URL is available. I love that. I think that's so cool. I got to ask my daughter tonight. Hey, do you own your URL? Because if you don't, you better make it happen. So, um, so let, let just really quick on the website piece. So, what are what are maybe a couple of things? I know that's one of the things you guys do with uh, uh, um, with with your company. Um, what are a couple of things to be mindful of with that website? So the, the website, again, everything is about the messaging. People are not going to, as a matter of fact, I really like websites when they're more visual and tell stories. Video is really important. You've probably heard the statistic that the average American has an attention span of eight seconds. So again, you've got to be a master of first impressions. 
you, the use of video is really key. Um, and, and short snippets. You, you don't want a video that's like five minutes long. Nobody is going to listen. But, you know, again, my mantra is add value, not clutter. So you've really got to understand your target audience and know what information are they looking for and what is going to be of value to them. But then you just said the word search. Search is really important. Um, and, and knowing what the keywords or phrases to help support the organic component of your website and, and all content you put out because these days you can optimize everything, including social media posts, your copy on your website, anything that you put out. The other part, which I am a firm believer in, is earned media. Think about it. When you land on a website or see someone post, oh, here's an article. Thank, you know, they give a shout out to Forbes. Thank you for covering me on, you know, my favorite topic, leadership. So think about that. You know when you land on, on a website and it says as seen in Forbes or they're reading your, your bio and they see Darren has been covered in Forbes and the New York Times. It's like that earned media is so powerful. As a matter of fact, Bill Gates said if he was down to his last marketing dollar, he would use it on public relations. So again, get earned media coverage. Maybe, you know, I, to build my platform, to build my brand, I became a Huffington Post contributor. And then I went to Thrive Global and now I'm an entrepreneur. And so it's, again, it's it's like everybody is a subject matter expert as as we know that you are. So you've got to get it, it, it out into the ether. And here's the issue. The challenge is, is that most entrepreneurs, they'll turn on the volume, walk away. Communications works best. There has to be a consistent drumbeat. I, that consistency is just such a key. And I know that's been one of the things that um, as, as I've been, you know, making my way through this journey, um, very consistent with the podcast and with the blog, still working on my, my social media uh, consistency, you know, just making sure I'm showing up every single day. I know, I know that that's an important piece. So you and I just got on an elevator. We're on the bottom floor. We're going to the 10th floor. So you've got until we get to the 10th floor. So it's quick. How do I, how do I make sure I'm showing up in the right social channels and not just showing up in all of them? Because I know that doesn't work. So I have a term, I'm sure you're familiar with return on investment, ROI, right? So there's a term and I don't know if I coined it, I'm not sure, but but it's um, I use it often. It's called ROE, that's return on engagement. That's how you can tell, are people liking your content? Are people, are people giving you feedback on your content? And then you have to even you would have to like dig deep and see what kind of content is most engaging and then give them more of that. In terms of channels, I'd rather see someone dig deep into like one or two channels. Uh, and, and again, where they know their target audience is rather than being spread thin across like five channels. Yeah, that's awesome right there. I love that. Um, so uh, in our in our last couple of minutes here, um, let's uh, just just real quick um, talk just a little bit more about the book, including where people can find it, and then I'm going to 
hit you, of course, with the same question I ask everybody uh, to wrap this up. So go ahead, talk real quick about the book. Yeah, it's it. Look, it's been a five plus year journey, and I could not be happier where it landed. The original book, which is written, was actually directed to parents, and um, and it ended up landing where it should. It's it's going to go to a teen audience, but the great news is, Darren, is that. I'm already speaking to the publisher about coming out with a book in 2024 for college age, early career. So the book itself, Brand Up, is meant to be a series, kind of like chicken soup for the soul. The book is um, is available at, on Amazon, of course, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Target. And I don't know if I shared this with you, but 25 of the top college bookstores have picked up the book and actually have it in their store. And uh, I was amazed. I just, saw, I just saw the list. Like we're talking about Penn and Harvard and Yale and Columbia and Georgetown. So I, I couldn't be happier that Barnes and Noble saw the value in the book. As a matter of fact, it was because of them wanting wanting to stock the book that the pub date moved up. It was originally the end of May. And they said they love this book and they want to stock it in 25 of their top stores, but only if we move the pub date to April. So that's what we did. That's outstanding. I love that. Um, folks, I'll tell you, it's, it's an outstanding book. I've got links in the show notes for you to go and, and check out the book. Uh, make sure you grab that. Make sure you follow Stacy. I've got uh, her contact information and her social media information in there as well. Uh, Stacy, the final question I ask everybody here. Um, it's the Leaning Into Leadership podcast. So how are you leaning into leadership right now? So my company, Co-Communications, which is um, established 25 years ago, uh, I would say that it's about building a positive work environment where creativity, innovation, and, and collaboration thrive. And so there are two words I tell my staff I do not want to hear, and that's I can't. And I tell them that they need to be problem solvers, not problem spotters. And I want them to take the initiative. I, I want them to make decisions and and I and you know the rest of the management team will provide them support to succeed as they need it. But we we want to let them loose and take risks and and just it's okay to fail. Failure is a stepping stone to success. Now oh, that's such fantastic advice. I love it so much, uh, Stacy Cohen. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Leaning Into Leadership podcast. Thank you, Darren. Such a great time, and again. You are the master of questions. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Man, how good of a conversation was that? Thank you again so much, Stacey, for coming on the Leaning Into Leadership podcast. I've put all of her stuff down in the show notes, folks. Seriously, go get a copy of this book. It's a game changer. It really is. And we need to get that in the hands of every one of our high school students as soon as possible. And now it's time for a pep talk. So earlier this week, I had a conversation with a friend of mine. And she and I were talking about the things that happened through the course of our career. And one of the things that she talked about with me, she asked two super deep questions that um, still to this day, uh, almost a week later, I'm still just, they're resonating in my mind. And 
one of the things that she had said to me was upon my exit from being a superintendent and now moving into the work I do, she said, you know, that was quite a brick wall that you ran into, but you needed to run into that brick wall. That brick wall had to happen in order for you to have the success you're having now. So often we run into those brick walls, you know, those obstacles, those challenges, those things that maybe even stop us. And we think, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to get through this? Or will it get better? Or, oh my gosh, what has happened? Right? We all have those moments. But sometimes, sometimes those moments were put there for a reason. Those are challenges that exist for you that help move you closer to the person you're supposed to be, to doing what you're supposed to be doing, to fulfilling your life's purpose to make a difference for others. So when you find yourself in one of those moments, and we've all been there, right? Take a step back and think about it for a moment. You know, was this brick wall placed in front of me to help guide me and steer me and get me more close to what my actual life's purpose is? Is this an opportunity to grow? Is this an opportunity to reflect? Is this an opportunity for me to come through this and on the other side be that much better? I hope you have an absolute road to awesome week. Thank you so much for joining me on Leaning Into Leadership. Thank you for listening to the Leaning Into Leadership podcast brought to you by Road to Awesome. Don't forget, click subscribe, give a review and share this with somebody who might also enjoy leaning into leadership.